This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Welcome back to the Giant Up Podcast. Today I got a nice, interesting episode. I got two special guests here. I got Justin Rivera back on. He was on an earlier episode. I think you were on episode two, right? I think I was on episode two. Correct. Yeah. So Justin, everybody? yeah, you're back. And then the very special guest, I got my dad on here, Gerard Carjulia. How do hey. you feel, dad? Hello, everyone. I'm pretty psyched to be here. Really <laughs> yeah. I just want to say I have been really proud of you, Joe. Yeah, thank you. I podcast I've been listening to. You've been rocking. Thanks, Dad. Love your enthusiasm. I appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about my socials really quick. I have the Twitter at GiantUpPod. I have the TikTok at GiantUp. And I have my Instagram at Joe Carjulia. But this episode I'm excited about. I've been talking about it for a while. And I think a ton of people are excited to hear what my what my dad has to say so i brought riv on to help me sort of moderate this and oh, yeah. you know oh yeah because we're the, you're the pro uh, we had a great episode <laughs> when we did it earlier in the year so i guess let's start by asking uh everyone knows how i became a giant fan i said it was because you were a giant fan you were a giant fan you were a met fan and you were a knicks fan so that's I, that's just what i wanted to be i guess right probably just because of you yeah just hop right on the train i think you said something similar about you it was my brother it was your brother. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it was a little yeah, different, so a little different but kind of the same. Yeah. Well, you made a good choice. Then. Yeah, we talked choice. about how your dad was a Jeff fan. A good choice. Well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, that's true. So far, it's been a good choice. So far, it's been good. <laughs> so how did you become a Giant fan? Dad? Yeah, well, you know, it's pretty interesting you say you're a, you know, a, a Met Giant fan. Yeah. Because it could have went either way, right? Yeah, Mom's true. A Yankee Jet. True, yeah. And I didn't push it on you. Yeah. Just, you know, I guess you yeah. just picked it up. Yeah. I, uh, no, yeah, it was never pushed on me or anything but, like that. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a household, and, you know, we were born in Brooklyn. Dad was a Brooklyn Dodger fan. When yeah, he left, yeah. he became a Met fan. And yeah. he really, you know, your grandfather, he really yeah. favored the Jets. But he oh, wasn't wow. a big football fan. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of funny. I'm like seven, eight years and old. And neither is grandma, right? She's no, not really no, a football fan at all. Not at, at, all. Not at yeah. all. And so I'm like seven, eight years old, and I'm like – yeah thinking the Jets were the only New York team. And then mm-hmm. I finally started collecting football cards. Yeah. All of a sudden I see this giant and it's a blue team. And I kind of asked, hey, yeah. we got another New York team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I like the color blue better. Yeah. And that yeah, the colors blue. are better. Hey, big I think blue. too. It's nothing better than big blue. You know, yeah. You, you certainly don't become a giant. In the 70s, they struggled. Mm-hmm. They the Jets or the Giants? The Giants struggled. Yeah. So it was not easy. You know, we yeah. had Fran Tarkenton, yeah, yeah. Seed, mm-hmm. some of those guys. Mm-hmm. And... If I had to look back and I really didn't do much homework, I don't think they had a winning season through the whole really? season. Maybe one. It was 14-game season. Oh, my so God. Oh, wow, 14. Was, and those were tough years. Yeah. And, and they were capped off with, you know, you probably all heard about 1978, right? Miracle uh, in the Meadowlands. Oh, yeah. The, the big fumble. Yes, and, yes, the fumble, yeah. It's just interesting the way the 70s were and then the way they ended with that. Yeah. Really, in 78, where, you know, you had about 20, 30 seconds. Right. And the Giants were up by five. Mm-hmm. Right. No timeouts, playing the Eagles yeah. in the Meadowlands. Yeah. And one would think, hey, just fall on the ball. But for some reason, That's what you have to do. Said, we have Larry Zonka. Let's yeah, hand yeah. it off and stick it to him. And it was just a bumbled handoff. Oh. Joe Pasarczyk. And Herm Edwards scooped it up and whoosh, that's oh, crazy. Man, that's like, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So <laughs> that's like the worst was, loss. Yeah, that's bad. That's yeah. a bad like, has game. there been a worse? No. 
Like that's got to be one of the worst football, and that was in the regular season. That yes. was happening. Yes. That's so crazy. Yes. It's oh like no! A November game, true yeah. story. Oh. It really happened. It happened in the Meadowlands, and it's just interesting because that was '78. And yeah. Who they draft in 1979? Phil Sims. Phil Sims. Wow. And it all turned around. Yeah, yeah. and then everything yeah. turned around, and then they got like Lawrence. When did they get Lawrence Taylor? Taylor you remember? I don't remember. Eighty-one draft. Eighty-one. Yeah. Eighty-one, and. I think Parcells might have taken over as head coach, maybe '83. Yeah. Okay. And how quick did it take? So you guys got Sims in '79. Yep. So how quickly did it take to like feel like you know like nowadays like in the NFL it's every year teams getting a new quarterback and then they expect this immediate kind of turnaround in the yeah. organization. How quick did it? it yeah, it, it was slow. We all look back slow. now and, and thinking of Phil Sims as one of the great quarterbacks. Yeah. Should yeah. Have booing yeah. When in 1979 draft. Oh, you know, when John he got drafted, really? Morehead State. Oh. I, I haven't done the homework, but I don't even think Morehead State was a D one school at the time. Oh, they might have been like a one A. That's actually wild. Some little college in Kentucky. No one ever heard of yeah. Phil Sims, and the Giant fans were booing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Little did they know, right? He's one of the toughest players. Yeah. And, you know what? What a career he ended up. Yeah. But what, so he wasn't good right away? Is that what you're no, saying? No, it was, yeah. It was yeah, no, so yeah. what I'm looking at here is yeah. the 79 season, they were they were 6 and 10. Yeah. Next year, they were 4 and 12. Yeah. So oh. they actually took a step back. <laughs> oh. And then that 81 year, they were 9 and 7. Yeah. Third in the NFC East. 81 was, yeah. and when, that's probably when they got Lawrence Taylor. That's probably, uh, right? yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. And that changed everything, I feel oh. like. That changed everything. This is weird on the. On this site here, it says that 1982, the Giants were four and five. Was there like a lockout? It was. Sort? It was the strike season. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so crazy. they only played nine games. Nine games. Yeah, we had a strike season, and they called them replacement players. And oh, got an opportunity to, to play then. So it was just with replacement players. So it was just worse players. Yes. For a whole season, it was just worse people playing. Yes. That's wow. so yeah. weird. Very interesting. That's that so crazy. weird. Yeah. And the, and someone won the Super Bowl that year, obviously, with replacement players. Oh yeah, who was oh, that? Yeah. Can you look that up? We, I'm looking at the team from 1980. What did I say? 1982. Yes. New York and what was the strike for? What were they pissed they were about? Trying, yo, they were definitely trying to negotiate. Yeah, yeah. More money or, or you know what, whatever. Yeah. It was at the time, who could remember? Right. Nine games. I can't even imagine that. Like, mm. that's so weird. What I want to see was Scott Bruner. Yeah. Scott, yeah. Bruner. So there were a couple of years. I, I feel like Sims played like 79, 81, 82. Then he got hurt a couple of seasons mm -hmm. and then was back in. So okay. Scott Bruner was the backup. And, right. and he, you know, then probably right by 84, 85, uh -huh. I think, so, you know, it was Phil yeah, all the yeah. way through. And yeah, it was the 86 season where they won that first Super Bowl. Right. And it was it was in '87 was the year of the Super Bowl. Wow! And that was a team that you know, fourteen and two, yeah. a defense that just dominated. Yeah, you know, defense LT championships revolutionized that position. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, what he did for that. It's so crazy. Yeah, he like made the outside linebacker position like that rushing yeah. outside linebacker yeah. position like that wasn't a thing. Yeah, and then he made it a thing. He was a he was a new. Uh, like a new era of a, yeah. of a linebacker. Like Bill Belichick always gets angry when anybody says that anybody is like a better outside linebacker than Lawrence Taylor. Really? He always gets so yeah. mad. Yeah, he's like, no. He's that's like, so nobody is as good as He was the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Super Bowl that's crazy. Wow. Parcells was the So what was that? 
like the years that they won, like oh, that year that they won. And it was unbelievable. And it came back to back that first Super Bowl season with the Mets winning the World Series. I know oh, the Giants. Yeah, yeah. That's one. That's unreal. <laughs> I can't six, even imagine the anything Giants like that. Giants were just rolling, dominated, and bam. They won the Super Bowl, oh. and, uh, you know, finally it was 87, but it was 86. Were they, like, favored to win? Was it, like, or was it, like, similar to their Super Bowls in, like, 2007 and 2011? That Super Bowl, I believe, it was against the Broncos, and I can't remember. I think they were favored, yeah. So they defense. were just, like, one of the best teams in the league. Like, yeah, their defense was just dominated. known. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, this is just – I'm just looking at this Lawrence Taylor stats. It's just nuts. This is, this is a guy who came in and had an immediate impact. Yes. He was a pro bowler his first year, started 16 to 16 games. Oh I mean, that's just crazy. Like, just dominated. They're just, just dominated. They're just Nine and a half sacks. Like, as a rookie. It's just It insane. was unheard of having that yeah. six foot three, six foot four, 240 uh-huh. pound linebacker right. that could run a four something for him. Yeah. He was just the first to be Different that breed. kind of athlete. Yeah. yeah. And he was unbelievably uh, physically strong and didn't even lift weights he would say yeah that's so it crazy just unbelievable it's just like what lebron says lebron says he doesn't lift weights or anything like that and he's just like i don't know what he does like, i don't know if that could be true but some people just have those you know those kind of genetics. like those physiques those jeans, yeah. those jeans. and that number 56 that he wore just became such yeah. a, a recognized number yeah, yeah. linebackers picked it up yeah that's just one of those yeah. giants jerseys that yeah you know you don't there's no last name needed on it you just, no you know. tremendous no. And, and i mean one funny story i don't know if the podcast listeners would be interested but they would. i had a buddy we all have that one buddy that's just not into sports mm-hmm. oh yeah we got, right? a, we got a few yeah we have a few and yeah. didn't watch a giant game and right before the super bowl was coming up i was walking around the nanuet mall with him uh-huh. And there was a sporting goods store called Herman's. This is way before um, Models. And yeah, yeah. And yeah. His buddy, his name was Mike. He goes, hey, Jerry, I, I want to get a, a giant jersey. I said, all right, let's go. We go to Herman's, and he sees the number 56, and he goes, hey, is that a good number? And I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we want that. That's all I said. So we're at our – we get to each other good every Sunday, watching games. Oh, that's awesome. playoffs. He's yeah. got the jersey on. He's all excited. And he tells my the rest of the crew, hey, yeah. I got this that one. Jerry said it's a good number. <laughs> and all my friends started saying, no, that's Raul Allegre, the kicker's number. <laughs> Jerry was breaking the chops. That <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> I said, trust me, that's a good number. <laughs> that's so funny that he wanted a jersey, though. Yeah. yeah. Why? Because that's probably just what everybody did on Sunday. So he's oh, like, I need yeah. a jersey. Because yeah. <laughs> we would have, like – some of our friends like Jesse mm-hmm. and who's in our fantasy football league and some other people who just wouldn't, who don't care about yeah. watching football yeah. at all, but I they mean, would like still like come because that's what we'd all be doing. Like, yeah, like Billy yeah. doesn't care a lot for football. Hype doesn't care about no, it at all. No. Um, but like, I do yeah. have another question for you, G. Fire away. So uh, do you have any like game day? Are you superstitious? Do you have any like game day superstitions? <laughs> He's a little bit. He's a little bit. Yeah. He's like a little bit of things. I feel like you do you're big on not switching your seat or switching your seat if things are going wrong. I feel okay. like that's a big thing kind of everybody has. I don't know why. No, yeah, definitely. And I plan out what I'm gonna wear. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my Sometimes, thing. That's yeah. my biggest thing. Yeah. I like the red shorts with the blue jersey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. yeah. I love I love my uh I got a Saquon jersey a couple of years ago, and that's just yeah. that's, that's my go-to. I feel like you rock that a lot. That's my go-to. I mean I feel like you even have superstitions with fantasy football. Like I do. you used to wear, you had LaShawn McCoy, who was a running back for yep. the Bills. And, and Andrew was a Bills fan. So he had his jersey. And 
Riv had him on his fantasy team, so Riv would wear the jersey yeah. every single Bills game that was on. He'd wear the he jersey. He had a great year that year. Yeah, and he did have a good year. He had a great year that year. Probably his last actual good year, to be honest. Remember that jersey you actually ended up getting? You got a Jeff Hostetler jersey. <laughs> I remember that. And that was actually like a nice jersey, but Jeff Hostetler was the guy who won. Was it the first or the second the Super Bowl? The second one. So that was actually won it. It was the backup quarterback. Oh, Phil Sims was crazy. hurt. Yeah. So it's like they, the Nick they, Foles thing. They won in 87, right, for the 86 season. I think it was 91 was the yeah. second Super Bowl. And Sims had a good year, but then the Giants are almost struggling a little coming into the playoffs, and then he got injured, and Hostetler was one of those quarterbacks that could scramble. Yeah, It was yeah. almost like having, uh, y- you know, like having – Who, like, like, like Russell Wilson? Mahomes, like Russell – like, like, uh, it was like a like, little bit mobile, like like Daniel Jones. Yeah, a little yeah, bit like, like Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Josh, I mean, Josh Allen's pretty mobile. Yeah, and Phil was like Eli Manning, not mobile. Yeah, so yeah. Hassel yeah. came in and boom, he went like three and zero in the playoffs and then right. won the Super Bowl with him. So That's it was insane. Almost like a change that threw the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and more like a Tannehill type. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tannehill. I feel like could be kind of like that. Really, you know, put it like but was he like? Did he get like a? Do you even know if he got like a starting job or anything after that? So what? I'm pretty sure he stayed with the Giants another year or two, and then he ended up on the Raiders, mm. and he did start for a year or two. Yeah, I feel like after doing the Super Bowl mm-hmm. as a starting quarterback, there's probably people that wanted him. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. He played, I believe, college for Penn State like a year or two, but he was behind a real stud. I can't remember who the quarterback was mm-hmm. and transferred to West Virginia. Oh, okay. Just two years there yeah. and then ended up on the Giants. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he had an okay career. Was that know? not even like a thing, too? Like quarterbacks being more mobile? Like, I feel like it, that wasn't. It wasn't, but there was always one or two. Like, the Giants had a guy who played for the Vikings for a long time, Fran Tarkenton. A yeah. A guy who scrambled. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, when I first became a Giant fan, like 70, 70, yeah. 72, Fran Tarkenton was their quarterback. Okay. So he scrambled a bit, but it wasn't yeah. as common. Yeah, I feel like okay. that's, like, what you need now. But, like, even Brady. I mean, Brady's mm. still winning. He's not that mobile, but I feel like that's what you need. Yeah. But hold on, there are some more things that I wanted to talk about. There's some Twitter questions that were sent to us. We I think we only got one Twitter question today. Love the giant up Twitter, man. Yeah, I gotta, thanks, I gotta man. say, I love when I log in. You're always active on it. Your consistency yeah. is there. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I just like love people, doing it. I love yeah. tweeting about the Giants and talking to people about oh, the Giants. Man, it's great. It's just I, the best. And I think that I, that's where I get all my like sports information. Yeah, that's what I was telling my dad. He was like, yeah. "What kind of social media should I get?" And I was like, "Twitter is like not." I think Twitter's the most informed. It's like where you get your news and yeah. stuff. Like it's like a it's like a, a newspaper. Network. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a modern newspaper. Like, it's really like can. yeah. That's you hear about something? I'll literally type in Saquon Barkley. You go to latest. It's eighteen seconds ago. Yeah. Somebody, whoever in the world tweeted about this. It's cool. Yeah, it's definitely like a good place, but. Uh, Alex Benura, Nikki, Nikki, do you remember the kid I went to school with? Nikki, Nikki Benura, his name Snipes, we call him too. Yeah, he's, he, I went to the Nick game with him, Mm -hmm. uh, the playoff game. His brother is a huge Giant fan and he asked all of us who our favorite Giants were. Mm -hmm. So I already tweeted who my favorite Giant was. And I always, it's like close. I love Plaxico Burst. Like, I almost like don't want to include Eli Manning because that's just like, obviously he's like from, our generation was like our favorite player ever, like yeah. Eli Manning. Like, but I said Victor Cruz. I settled on Victor Cruz, but it was close to being Plaxico Burris too. Love Vic, but I love Victor Cruz because he was Victor Cruz was undrafted, mm. and then he went off in the preseason and like just had that year where they won in 2011. But it's close between Victor Cruz and Plaxico Burris, but I'm definitely going Victor Cruz. 
Who do you think your favorite is? I think you commented. Did you comment when I posted? I think I did. I think I might. I was literally just thinking. And it's also close with like guys like Strahan, who's awesome. I was actually just thinking that. And like, so enthusiastic, I'll tell you. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Jump in. I still have to say Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, it has to be Lawrence Taylor, right? Yeah, I can't even. How old were you when uh, Lawrence Taylor got drafted? So 81 is when I graduated yeah. high school. Oh, that's such so an awesome like, oh, time to yeah. get a guy like that. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. actually Oh, that's awesome. perfect. That's yeah, like, that's because that's what we talked about. We were like, it stinks that the Giants were just not good at all for like our whole time in college. I mean, our freshman year of college, yeah. they had the playoff game against the Packers. Yeah. But after that, we had th- we had all of our years in Cortland where the Giants were just terrible. Yeah. So like, yeah. and the Knicks yeah. are terrible. So it was just like the worst. Yeah, it was tough like, too because we, we had a, a diverse house. We had 2 2 one. It was me. Yeah. Me and Joe, Giant fans. Yeah, Dylan and Tommy, two Jets fans. Jets fans, and then Andrew the Bill and had a Bills fan. I mean, the setup we had was yeah. pretty ridiculous, though. I think we, we had we would have a Bill, the Bills game, the Jets game, yeah, the we'd Giant have, game, and then we'd have like a missile. We'd have red zone on. Something yeah, we'd like, have like three or four TVs out at one time. It, it was nuts. I mean, at least you're all the New York fans. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I th- I don't know. I know this is so random. I was thinking that the other day, but I th- it was my first Giant jersey that I ever got. It was a white. Jeremy Shockey, jersey. dude. I, everyone, I feel like had a Jeremy Shockey jersey. I loved Jeremy Shockey. Yeah. I loved yeah. him. He had that like cool, like that's like t- like he was like tough. Yeah, he was. He, like had yeah. this like swag about him that yeah. was like he was like cocky, but yeah, he was so like yeah. it, was, it was just awesome watching him. Like I, I love Jeremy Shockey, and then yeah, he went to the Saints, and like I, he was one of those guys that once he left, I was like, yeah, he was doing good on the Saints. I think for like maybe he had, like two more good seasons. I was like, let's go. Yeah, like that guy that's that you before that exactly. league. You know what I mean? Yeah. Awesome. He I did, yeah. Jeremy Shockey. I wish I that jersey probably fits you, Joe. It probably I think, does. I'm, I gotta find that thing. It probably does fit me. It's a nice jersey. What jersey did you? I feel like you just gave me something that just fit me perfectly. Jersey. I wear I wear Andrew McGuire, who does the Bills Up podcast. Shout out mm-hmm. to the Bills Up podcast. Bills Up podcast. Um, nice. Um, he get I wear his his eighth grade CYO basketball jersey fits me perfectly true. and I wear it sometimes. I have it in my drawer. <laughs> he gave it to me, which is ridiculous. But it's true. It fits me perfectly. It's almost a little big on me. So it's like that's I feel like that's ridiculous. Very but. Fun. Who do you think your favorite player was like in those later Super Bowl? Like the, that 2007. Like who was your favorite guy on that team, you think? That 2018, like with Plaxico yes. and Amani Toomer and they had Brandon Jacobs, Ahmad Bradshaw. Say, and Derek I Ward. Brandon. I love Brandon Jacobs. And then they had like that was the year they had yeah. Strahan, Tuck, and and Osu Manura yes. was that year too. Oh, and then they had like and then they had uh what's who's the linebacker? Antonio Pierce mm-hmm. linebacker. So it was like guys like that. Who do you I think have to say Strahan? Yeah, I yeah. just love the way he got the team jack. Oh yeah, yeah. he was the he was best. Yeah, yeah, Strahan was the best. Leader. He was a really yeah. he was a true leader. Yeah. Brandon Jacobs, I, I think that was I loved Brandon I loved Jacobs Brandon too. Jay. That was like he was his time. Big. He, there was no even like I mean the games evolved a little bit. And nobody yeah, runs the ball like that anymore. But kind like, of maybe Derrick Henry, honestly, yeah, it was probably like the, the like North, real power South back. Running. Yeah, like oh my god, Brandon yeah. Jacobs. If he got a little bit once he you know got to like top speed, if somebody yeah. was in front of him, how would he? How you like? He had that to be one of the scariest guys to take down in NFL at that point. Yeah, oh, Br- yeah. Brandon Jacobs was Brandon Jacobs one of the biggest guys, speed. like just yeah. impossible to. T- oh I feel like there God. were more like bruisers like that too, like yeah. back in the day. Yeah. That's not even really like as much of a thing anymore, except for like Derrick Henry. No, like yeah, there's literally. so much less of that now. You have to be like more athletic. Oh yeah, a lot of these guys that are like Saquon's not really a 
He's nah. a big, strong yeah, guy. Yeah. He's like five seven. Yeah, he's like he's not a big guy. He's more of like an elusive guy too. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, Dalvin Cook's not really like. Yeah, Derrick Henry's literally the closest thing yeah. to one of those guys. But he's also super versatile. Though. Yeah. So who do you think your favorite player? Do you think Brandon Jacobs was your favorite player from that 2017? I'll go with Brandon Jacobs. Yeah, but I loved that that yeah. one to uh, Mount Bradshaw. Brandon Jacobs. I love that too. That was yeah. great. No, no. And then I, I think I, Plaxico you? Burris, I think, yeah, was my favorite player. Mm-hmm. And I loved Amani Toomer, too. I just love the receivers. Even with why. all the misfortunes. Yeah, Plaxico, was, that was unfortunate because he was so good. So good. He was so good. Yeah. And that, like, derailed everything when that happened, too, yeah. when he when he had that. That was a little bit of a demise. Yeah. Yeah. That was his demise for sure. But I love Shockey, too. Guys, though, I feel like you're leaning so, always yeah. towards defensive guys. We, we had, well, well, in the 80s, there was a guy, Mark Bavaro was the tight end. Right. He was just a beast like Shockey. He dragged people down the field yeah. in a few plays, and it was just – it made him – you know, he was a pro bowler, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. He was the real deal, Mark Bavaro. So. Yeah. So who do you yeah. think your favorite player was from the 2011 team? And that was like – that was more like Victor Cruz – Justin Tuck was still on the team. Um, Justin Tuck and OC were both still on the team, and then it was Jason Pierre-Paul. It was his rookie year. It was his rookie year, and he was a beast. And then Strahan, yeah, Strahan was retired. Um, And that was like – I think it was still Bradshaw was the running back. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, Eli, and then – was that Ooh. the year with Tyree made the catch? That's the year Tyree made the catch, catch in 2007. Yes, yes. Um, Mario oh. Manningham made, like, one of the most craziest, mm-hmm. like – Sideline catches. Hakeem Nix. Hakeem Nix, yeah. That's what that so was their great. Victor Cruz. That was their receiving core. That was just a great offensive line we had. And that was crazy. We had a good offensive line and a really good defense again. And we were nine and seven that year. And we made the and we won the division at nine and seven because the division was so bad. And then somehow just made a run again and, and beat the Patriots. That was the incredible thing about 2007 and 2011. And then 86 yeah. and 90 or 91, 86 and 90 mm-hmm. was like 14. I'm telling you, they were like 14 in two seasons. That's crazy. Like 13, so they were like three. just dominant. Yeah. My memory is correct. Yeah. They were dominant. Yeah. I, I got to go with, I got to go with Jason Pierre-Paul. I'm just looking at this. I love Jason Pierre-Paul. I go with Cruz. Too. I'll go well, against yeah, my big yeah. guy, but he was just so Yeah, Cruz was awesome. Yeah. What a crazy year. 16 and a half sacks. In his rookie year. In his rookie year. That's crazy. Wow. That's some crazy stuff. It's right crazy. That's, wow. That's awesome. Mm. And I remember they kind of like started this trend, even in 2007, too, mm. of using the more like athletic defensive line. Like they, they did, they called it the NASCAR package. It was literally three defensive ends in at one time because right, it was just right. more traditional, like your two big defensive tackles and then your two ends, and they would play mm-hmm. OC, Jason Pierre-Paul, and um, Justin Tuck all at the same time, and that was, like, completely different from anything. Crazy. But, yeah, I can't believe we beat Brady twice. I always say that, that he's won seven Super Bowls and lost three, and we two of those times were because of us, and one of those seasons they were undefeated. Yeah. And we were a wild card team. Yeah. They were ten and six the second time, the first time against Brady, but they were a wild card team mm-hmm. that year, which is like insane. And I remember we beat some crazy teams both times. I remember you remember the Favre Packers game, and we won in overtime. I think in two thousand seven, I think that's what it was. And yeah. I remember being yes. at yes. Brendan Siafi's yeah. actually. Yeah. He's another Giant fan. I think you were there too. Yeah. Yep. I think. Um, but that was just insane. I feel like all of that is so insane, but. It's crazy how how like how long ago that is. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Yeah, it's getting to the point. Well, now they're doing their 10-year anniversary this year. They're doing um, their 10-year Super Bowl anniversary from wow. 2011 is this year. And they're retiring Eli's jersey. I will be at that game. Uh, oh, you're going to be at that game? I will. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm thinking about going next week, Joe. What do you say? Uh, oh, you're going next week too? I'm thinking about it. Dude, oh, Brendan was telling me that he was going to be able to keep myself away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, you can get there. Do it. Yeah. But they're retiring his jersey week three, and you're going to be there. I am going to be there. So that's cool. And then they're retiring Strahan's jersey. Wow. And did you see what they did for Strahan? No. They, um, he was on like the morning show, one of those shows he's on in the morning, and they didn't even tell him this was happening. And they all of a sudden, they were just like, oh, wait, what's going on here? And they wheeled out a box, and then out of the, Pops out of the box is Eli Manning wearing a Strahan jersey because it was right when they announced that his, they were retiring his jersey. And then Justin Tuck came out and somebody else came out. And they were all wearing his jersey. Yeah, that's GMA. Yeah. yeah. He does yeah. a lot, Strahan. Yeah. It was so funny, though, yeah. And he was like – I think he said he said something like, I knew that – I did, this is the only reason that they'd ever wear my jersey. He goes, Eli would never wear my jersey except for this day. <laughs> he said something like that. That's he is a funny guy. He really yeah, he is. is a funny guy. He is a funny guy. And he's back with the organization, too. I think he's, like, doing something for, like, their promotions. I don't even know what he's doing, but he's doing something for the Giants. So it's really? cool that he's still in the building. But So I know um, I know. during our pod we talked about a little bit about the, you know, sports betting and whatnot. How do we feel about the Giants being an underdog? Yeah, they're home underdogs. Home underdogs. They're, Against like, plus the two and a half or something. I think they're plus two and a half. People are taking into account the preseason. Yeah. They really should. Yeah, they're 0-3 yeah. in the preseason, which doesn't yeah. help. But, yeah, it's it's weird to be home underdogs, especially against the Broncos. So, I think just people like – I don't know. There's people doubting the Giants, I think, still. Always. I Colin Coward listed the Giants as the – to predicted the Giants this year to be the second worst team in the NFC, which is just strange. Because, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I Again, mean, I like your enthusiasm about the offensive line and about you yeah. know, being preseason. Yeah. Most Giant fans are very concerned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm still concerned. <laughs> like, I'm positive. I'm positive about it. Fresh we got to try to, you know, manifest some good energy. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. positive about the offensive about, line, you know? but it's, it'd be insane to say that there are no concerns about it. Like, it's yeah, no. obviously, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you got to call spade a spade. Sure. Yeah. Like, there's definitely, it's not the best. It doesn't look the best. And it's not, it's a group of guys that are going to, are very young and hopefully it. can. Yeah. That's what I also said, too. Like, if your offensive line's not going to be good, you have to adjust to that. You, you have to throw faster. Yeah. You have to, you know, like be more creative. Yeah, rolling out of the pocket. Yeah, yeah. You have to constantly. He can move. You have a quarterback who's extremely fast. You have that luxury. Like yeah, I hate when they how they don't utilize it. Like I was saying in an earlier podcast that I think it's insane that he, it's so easy to like. He seems so easy to be sacked, almost as easy as sack Eli. It's like you if you can get him that. moving, like it has to be more difficult. Yeah. He's so fast. Yeah. Hundred percent. But he also has issues like sensing pressure and things like that. Like I feel like he can't ever sense pressure. He never sees anyone coming. Like I mean, he never. He doesn't have that pocket awareness where he moves yeah. up and up and down it's in the pocket. Feel thing. It's just a feel thing. And like you're hoping that he gets yeah. it, but you're still waiting to see it. Yeah. I'm happy he at least threw that touchdown in preseason. I, that made me feel a little oh, bit. Hundred yeah, percent. The interception. You know, it happens. Whatever. But yeah. Like, I think if you're looking at a. When you look back on a box score, if you didn't watch the game, you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah, but exactly. I, I watched that whole half. Yeah. And, you know, he actually he made adjustments. 
He did. Yeah. He, he, I don't think he played a horrible half. I think no, I don't think so. A very solid half of football. And I think that it, you know, gave me a little bit of hope. Yeah. There's worries, obviously, with the line. Andrew Thomas had a pretty horrible Andrew Thomas, game, I think, led up two sacks in yeah. the first quarter. I mean, it was an, it wasn't ideal, but I mean, I saw things I liked. I think my the biggest thing that I was re- so we had our draft. What last week was that, or was that two weeks? Ah, uh, yeah, last week. So last week we had our draft, and you know, all over social media, all I'm seeing is just, I feel like, no, is anybody thinking that Saquon's going to come back and be good besides us? I don't think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I mean, don't think I'm so. seeing all these different fans. Nobody drafts. has faith in Saquon. I see Saquon. videos on TikTok. No. I see tweets and getting passed right over. Well, because it's easy to count a guy like that out. Like, it's so easy to say a guy coming off an ACL yeah. injury is, like, not going to be good or, yeah. or his injury. Like, but. I don't know. Like I just think differently about you know, those guys. Early, it's in. It was early in his career. Yeah, he's still a young. He says he's not. He's, he's so young. He's still like twenty four. Yeah, and when he plays, he's one of the most talented running backs in the NBA in the NFL. <laughs> and he's been practicing in pads, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. He just came back to full contact practices, and he's saying that he's not uh, worried about the injury. I think he's not like thinking about it during plays, which is like a huge. Yeah. Step closer, but I think he's going to play week one. He oh, might wow. be locked in, and I think he'll play limited snaps, some people are saying. Good. Because okay. then they have a short week. They play Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Week two. Right. Against awesome. against the football right. team. Awesome. So, so this guy that you gave, uh, what award were you giving out? What I was giving out Fresh Start Awards. Remember when I was so, doing that? Uh, you the, gave it to Daniel Jones. I gave it to yeah. Daniel did, Jones. Did you give Evan Ingram a Fresh Start Award? Yes. Did. What is going on with Evan Ingram right now? <laughs> so, Who I not want to give a Fresh Start Award to? Yeah. Evan Ingram. Yeah. So he already has a calf injury. <laughs> and I actually traded him in fantasy football because, like, I had a f- bad feeling about his calf injury because they weren't saying anything about it. Yep. So I was like, I got to get rid of him. So what's I got, with, got rid what, of him. What's up with the the, the the full disclosure of these of this Giants news? It's like, who do I got to know to get the actual truth? Mm. You know? Like, they're, they're – yeah, what I, they were being so weird about it. Yeah, they were. Like, and then it, when they, they do don't that, t- it, that's, it makes me feel like it's worse than – Yeah. I found out that's a big Joe Judge thing. He said we really? don't talk about injuries. Like okay. no, none of the players do. Like that's a big staple of his is like okay. that he doesn't talk about injuries. Right. Like I actually heard that because I think they they were asking players about it and they're all just like hush hush about it. It's like I think he makes sure like he keeps everything in house. Keeps yeah, like I said, I, I trust I trust Joe Judge. So, but like what, that's the way we're running. Yeah, if that's the way we're running, I get it. But like. They talk about injuries that are going well. So if they're just like keeping things close to the vest that aren't going well, you'll know about the things that aren't going well because right. he's not talking about them. Like right. he's not talking about Evan Ingram's injury at all. And he's not talking about Shane Lemieux's injury, who's their one of their guards yeah. who was supposed to start this year. Like so it's like I don't know. You can only hope that it's all gonna get figured out. But yeah. And then I, I go and fa- I saw the Evan Ingram stuff going on. I was going to the fantasy app. I'm like, no brainer. I'm gonna pick up Kyle Rudolph. Right. He's questionable. Right. No, he might not play week he one, might not too. Play week one either. I think he will, but he might not. He seems like the kind of guy that I think he's going to. Like, I think he, he's him, been back, but one. like. And that's been one of his biggest things. I think his. Yeah. He's always, right? He's, he's always a little banged up sometimes, but he's very solid. I don't think he's banged up that much, but like, I think he kind of just like sort of leveled off a little bit. He yeah. was had his Pro Bowl years and yeah. then he was. But I, what I think a lot, what I think the Giants are definitely taking into account, and I said this too, I think in a prior episode, is that. They're playing – they're coming off a short week. Right. They're playing Thursday night that next week. So I feel like some of these guys that are like maybe they might play, maybe not. It's like let's hold them out for week one and then we'll get, get them, them going for – get them on that track yeah. for week two because 
you'll have a long week after that. It's and like, it's just much. too short. Yeah. yeah. It's too yeah. much to play two games close like that. If you're not even sure if a guy should be playing it, if he's not healthy or not. Yeah. But I think Saquon's genuinely ready. Like, I think they want to get him. I think so too. I think he wants to be some snaps. Yeah. Like that. We need him. Like if him and like Kenny Galladay might not play, which sucks. Yeah. So like they need at least Saquon to play some of this game. Like you want the team to have to game plan for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you have just none of those guys playing, it's, it's going to be a tough a, offensive still night. A depth at receiver though, right? Mm-hmm. At wide receiver, they I have more depth this year for sure. Yeah, I mean if he's got time, Jones, that's gonna yeah. Be that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just so much easier as a quarterback if you have time. And he didn't have it. Didn't look like he had any time in that preseason game, which is going to be frustrating all year. Right, but. Mm. I don't know. I think uh, everyone's saying the Broncos. People were saying today that the Broncos. My friend was arguing that the Broncos have a really good defense, and they might. But so do we. So like, yeah, so do um, we. I don't know. It's just going to be whoever's offense can show up more. It's obviously down to the offenses in that game because right. both defenses are solid. But yeah. So like Kadarius Tony, what's going on with that too? I'm disclosed. Um, also. Kadarius Tony is like so they're being so weird about him too. They're not saying anything about him. Like nobody knows what's going on with him. He didn't play in one preseason game. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. And that's a guy that we drafted in the first round. And you hope would be an instant immediate impact. An immediate impact. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. That's crazy. And if he's not playing and Kenny Galladay's not playing week one, you're looking at the exact same situation that we had last year with our receivers. Like yeah. we just have the same receivers then. Yeah. Like and then so. it's what improvements were made. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. But I mean I still don't agree with us being home dogs. I, I, I don't yeah, agree I really, with that. Yeah. I didn't agree with it, but I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I love it. It's a lot less pressure, but less pressure and free money. Yeah. <laughs> free money, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. I, I think Joe Judge probably loves it too. He's oh, player. that's definitely he's something that's be, he's talking about. That's gotta be on the board. Yeah. Day. That's a hundred percent something he's talking about and, and oh, yeah. trying to motivate people with and for sure. It's two and a half, three? I think it's two, two and a half. half. It's two and a half. You yes, looked at it. Looked at so it. you get three for being home. So they Good. feel they're five and a half better. Yeah. 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 Six. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it too, man. I really do. Because you know who else were underdogs a lot this season? Our New York Knicks. The Knicks, yeah. And I loved it. Every underdogs time. for a long time. Every time. I love, yeah. Love being the underdog. Yeah, what me too. When we won that Super Bowl, we were the underdog. Yeah, mm-hmm. nobody thought we'd win that Super Bowl. And I think we actually went back because, like, obviously you don't think about spreads when you're yeah, yeah, 10 yeah. years old. No. The Giants <laughs> I didn't even Bowl. know what that was. But yeah, didn't even know what it was or what it meant. But I think I looked back on at one point, we were just interested, like, what was that spread going into that? That had to be one of the largest margins of a spread in that first Super Bowl against oh, Tom Brady right. when they were a wild card team and they were undefeated. And I think it w- I, I'm going to look it up again, but I think it was like the Giants were plus 19 or right. something insane. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know if you you probably weren't even betting. You, I don't think you were betting like no, that, right? No, no. Wow. I think it was something wild. I just remember the fan, the giant fan with the sign, right? Yeah, yeah. Said eighteen and one. Yes, yes, yeah. That was the great. Yeah, and they made a bunch of shirts too. Yes. Um. Oh wow, the Patriots were minus thirteen and a half. So not minus nineteen, but minus thirteen and a half is insane for a Super Bowl spread. What's the, what's the record there? Like that's got to be one of the highest spreads in Super Bowl. That's got to be one of the biggest upsets in Super Bowl history. It it obviously is. Yeah, yeah, even both both of them were. Yeah, literally. Like, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Like, you don't even hear about Cinderella teams, like those runs. Like, 
they don't always like finish off like the come to fruition like the titans even went on a run like a few years ago but they yeah. lost still like yeah. it's insane that they just really were a wild card team and a 9 and 7 team and yeah. won the super bowl still like that's still that's awesome. I don't think that's even talked about enough. It probably is. Giants fans talk about it all the time. I always hear people who are not Giants fans yep. complain about how much the Giants fans <laughs> yeah, talk about those two yep. Super Bowls still, but how can you not? Yeah, how can you not? And, and again, it's it's like the team was that year was like Eli's whole career, right? Yeah. yeah. Just seemed average all mm-hmm. along in the regular season, then bam. Then goes MVP lights out. Just insane. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> It's like that, that. It's like that's one of the most bizarre stories. It's like you don't even hear about anything mm-hmm. like that anymore, I feel like. No. I mean, especially these last few years, you know, you got those. Yeah, Mahomes is too good for any of that nonsense yeah, to be going on. It, yeah. <laughs> but he still lost. He did yeah, lose. Yeah. He did lose. Any given I mean, Sunday. Any given Sunday is true. That's right, yep. Jay. Yeah, that's what's good. That's what I always say is the best. The coolest thing about football is. Oh, yeah. Um, That you really can just like anything could happen. And yeah. also it's just like cool, the playoffs. It's like you can't have one bad night. It's not like basketball or baseball. Where you have these long series, yeah, like if you have back a, the next night, like the better yeah. team most of the time wins those series because yeah. there's like if you have a seven game series and you're the better team, it's hard to beat yeah. a better team that many times. Like, mm-hmm. but football, you literally have one chance. Like, you can have an off night and just beat a team. Yeah. Like, if we played those eighteen to one Patriots in a seven game football series, statistics say that we. Would I don't think we would have won the no. Super Bowl. I think we would. You think so? <laughs> Like I bet we would have lost that next game forty-five. To, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like it would have been nuts. Would Belichick would have been killing people. Oh my god! But I don't know. <sighs> did you forget what you were gonna say, man? No, I did. Do you want me to wait? I was just about to wrap it up, man. But I can wait for you, no, buddy. You can wrap it up. I don't know. I don't think it was too. Much. Yeah, but what if it was? What if it would have been the most beautiful way to end this episode? <laughs> I wish it was. You know what a beautiful way to end this episode would be? What would it be? If we lock in going to this game next week for our fans, for the giant up pod. They need us there. I know. When hope- but my plan was to like wake up in the morning and do this podcast in the morning and then do a podcast directly after the game. Like literally right when it ends, my exact reaction and me going to the game, Is it, it would be more of a possible so it would be (laughs) i'd have to like get ready to go to the game in the morning and like not wake up at 8 a.m i'll make you some some eggs and toast but how can i do the podcast right after if we're there it would be like an hour and a half after i could lock into going to the week three game against the falcons when they retire eli's jersey i don't know what your situation is that week i don't know that's locked in that's locked who are you going with that week sabrina locked in just sabrina yeah so I could bring my gal and maybe we can yeah. do something like that. But yep. yeah, we'll figure that out. But the thing that I always do at the end of these is I say just any last words. I think that's the segment I made for the last episode I came up with. Any last words. Because I always say my final statements. Mm-hmm. And it's usually just something dumb, but like a little bit motivational. Like it wasn't really a thought. It was more of just like a words. Yeah. So, so if we can all just go around and say our like a – Short, just a couple, a couple of things. Seven days, just like left. two words. I'm amped up. I love football. Yeah, and I love Big Blue. Yeah, and I love that we're underdogs. Yeah, me too. And that's that, Dad. I love, I loved I love having it. you on the podcast. Hey, you know, might have to get you on again. Thank you. That'll be my parting shot. You know, uh, thrilled to be here. So yeah. proud of you for doing this. Thanks. 
And hey, let's bring it back to the '80s since you have the old guy here, and let's let the defense just dominate. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here, yeah, shut people down, mm-hmm. take the pressure off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daniel Jones mm-hmm. and this questionable offensive line. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Let's do it. Let's start off that. and win in week one. And since I spoke about that 87 Super Bowl from the 86 season, that's yeah. where we beat the Broncos. Right, right. Yeah, like yeah. Like 40, uh, 39, uh, something, 20. Oh, my God. And let's let's dominate in mm-hmm. the, uh, this Sunday. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, man. I love it. <laughs> I'm all in. That's the perfect way to go out.